Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. And without ado, let's get into the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm really excited about today's guest, Dr. Christine Goyne. She's a board-certified psychiatrist, but she's also a digital nomad. So we're going to talk about all the different types of freedom, time, financial, location, emotional freedom, and I'm really excited to have her on the show. Christine, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I know you're in Buenos Aires. It's a very popular spot for digital nomads. So talk about your story, your background. You know, uh, you're doing things quite unconventionally, or actually I should say more conventional (laughs) days, but tell us more. So uh, it began by me really having a passion for travel. That began when I was a teenager. Um, I always wanted to be a doctor since I was eight. So it was was always trying to intertwine these two different passions. And for for many of us as physicians, we know that once we decide that we're gonna become a doctor, it many times takes up a a chunk of our time, life resources, (laughs) sometimes, most times to the exclusion of everything else. So as I was trying to intertwine these during training, you know, you have that little break after the first year of med school. I went off to Costa Rica to live with a family there and learn medical Spanish and fellowship. I took a month off and went to Nepal to a Tibetan Buddhist monastery and learned about uh, mindfulness and meditation. And, and during all of these experiences, I would get that little taste of, OK, this was the life that I you know, really, really wanted to have, how do I blend this? And what I started to do while I was in training still was develop these philosophies or practices that now looking back, I realized were really foundational to me being able to become a digital nomad as a physician. And one of them was practicing essentialism. So I I really started delving into what was most important you know, in my life, how did I want to design my life? What were my greatest values? And they were freedom and peace of mind. Um, And then like most people, I just kind of continued along the path that's led out for me and became an attending. (laughs) While I was an attending in my early years, I noticed that although I was doing all the things that I said I really wanted to do, I was you know, uh, a psychiatrist working in a specialty that I love. I was working with the communities I always wanted to work with since childhood. I had amazing colleagues. And the more that I took on and the more that I did, um, the more exhausted I felt, the more burnt out I was to the point that every system in my body was affected. 
Um, I had chest pains. I had neurological issues. I had twitches all over my body. I ended up in a neurologist's office in the first five minutes of the appointment. Um, he just stopped me. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just so stressed with work. And he's just stopped. Do you want Lexapro? Mm. And it was like that moment that I was like, okay, <laughs> this is time. I need to do something different. And so I, you know, left that appointment and just decided, hey, I'm going to go out and do the very thing that I've been afraid to do, which was just design a different lifestyle, the lifestyle that I actually wanted as a physician. And so I had developed this five year like master plan that I was going to, you know, embark on to, to leave the country. And what also helped push me in that direction was during quarantine, both of my grandmothers died. And it was what I needed to really recognize that time wasn't a commodity that I was going to be able to get back. And so I changed my five-year plan to a five-month plan and booked a one-way ticket to Columbia. Mm, wow. Yeah. That's uh, what, you know, you, uh, I love this story because it's becoming more of a frequent um, story that you hear, especially after COVID and just people realizing that um, there's other ways and there's more meaning to life. I think especially millennials and Gen Z, their, uh, their values are a little bit different and their value, what you're talking about is their value, their time and their freedom and their ability. So one thing is talking about because, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, doctors listening on this, they want to do what you're doing. They want this location and time freedom. So um, talk about a little bit about, uh, you know, how you, how you incorporate, I love how you incorporate your values into the, uh, into, you know, your life and you design your, your ideal career in life because you're still, you know, treating patients and you're still doing consulting. So talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I think that piece is really essential. Taking the time, it, it takes some stepping back and, and getting really clear, spending time in silence, even away from everyone that you know, to be able to decide what is most important. For me, it was freedom and peace of mind and freedom in four different areas. It was time, financial location and mindset. Because I knew that if if I could wrap my mind around it, if I had the right thought patterns, and if I could get rid of my self-limiting thoughts, I was unstoppable. I could do anything. Um, and I wanted to have peace while doing it. I didn't want to do all of these things and, you know, feel exhausted and, um, you know, be in a constant state of anxiety. And so once I figured out that freedom and peace of mind were my greatest values and taking the time to do that, from there, I could just build. It made all my other decisions a lot easier. You know, I could consistently make decisions that were in alignment with those two values. And so for me, when I left, I decided I want to work two days a week. I don't want to have a life that I need to take vacations from. I don't want to have a life that I need to retire from. I could do what I'm doing now till forever. <laughs> and I would be perfectly happy doing it. And so that's the type of life that I wanted to design for myself. And so I would say, um, you know, taking the time to have that clarity on what's a, what's most important for you and then committing to it. Because as soon as you commit to something, that's when everything kind of comes up, like the fear of change and what people are going to say and the fear of 
both failure, but also success. Like, what is my life going to look like if it's as big as I, you know, dream? But it's being able to like walk through that and having the courage and the bravery to, to still move ahead anyway and create a plan to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, talk about, um, cause a lot of doctors, they feel trapped and, uh, they feel, they, they feel stuck and they feel like they don't have any choices or options, but actually there, I was talking to one of my friends. She's also a career coach. Um, she's like, you're not trapped. You, you can choose it. You know, there's consequences to, but you're not trapped. You can choose to opt into the system or not. So talk to physicians that are listening to this. That you know, I think that it's, it's a really common thought. I think the, the practice of medicine and the industry really helps to kind of box our minds into this idea that we're really one dimensional. But when we really take account of the skills, the talents, the life experience, the medical expertise, when we put all of that together, we have these um, incredible of, of skill set and attributes that allow us to be dynamic and helpful in many different industries, not just in healthcare. You know, so whether it's coaching, whether it's consulting, whether you want to do something that's a combination even outside of medicine, something that's non-clinical, whether it's real estate, whether it is expert witness, whether, you know, there's so many different things that you can do and there's a combination of things that you can do um, that will lead you to a completely different lifestyle. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's that. about opening the opening up our minds and considering not only what's possible for us to do, but I always say what you actually want to do. Because I do see a lot of physicians even now kind of branching out, but they tell me that they're making more money, but they don't have more time um, mm-hmm. or that they feel obligated to do some kind of work, but they're not energized. So I think mm-hmm. it's really also being in alignment with with your values and goals. Yeah. And talk about technology, because especially after COVID, you know, with Zoom and, you know, StreamYard, how easy it is, especially for telehealth and telepsychiatry consulting, you know, now you don't have to meet face to face, you can, you know, we have this this interface. So talk about how technologies enable freedom and you're able to do work from other locations and at your own pace and time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's been a complete game changer in the sense that other industries and in a broader way, people have been bought into it because it's not that it didn't exist before. And I knew different types of doc, not just psychiatrists, but different types of doctors who 10 years plus before were already utilizing, you know, um, you know, aspects of telemedicine. Um, But I think what, you know, quarantine and COVID, all of that allowed is for for us to come to a place where we had to do it. So people could actually see like, this is actually not that bad. Like, and, and for many of, especially the younger generations, because I work, you know, a lot with kids and adolescents, they're like, no, I prefer this Dr. Goins. Like, I don't, I don't want to have to leave my house. And, and for us to be able to, even as providers, like tap into the fact that not only does it give, um, you know, our patients or the clients that we're working with that extra time freedom and that flexibility, right, to uh, connect with us um, in a way that is better for them, but also for us to get a, a deeper, more insight into their life. Like for kiddos, now I can see 
what posters they have in their room. And I'm like, wait, what is that you have in a refrigerator? Like, what do you, why are you doing that? <laughs> you know, um, yeah. it's, it's this other aspect of being able to see someone's pets and dogs and, you know, being able to tap in with someone in a way that um, we could never do before. So I think it, it, it's opened up a lot of flexibility um, and a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And um, I love this. Uh, I love this. And basically creating your, life and your values. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is, because uh, I was talking with another uh, client before, and then we were talking about, you know, just LinkedIn, social media, you know, one of the fastest way to grow a professional brand. And a lot of physicians aren't on it, um, you know, because a lot of the, you know, talk about how, like, for example, physician training, to me, when I look back, it's quite antiquated. Um, and, uh, you know, these different these different mindsets among the younger generation, they value time and quality time and experiences. And it's not just this, you know, it's not just uh, basically your whole life is, you know, your income or, you know, what hospital or, you know, what program, all of that. So talk about how changing values between the generations are contributing. Yeah, for sure. I think that it's, it's creating this interesting dynamic. Many of the, you know, I, I talked to um, some physicians who are like a generation or so older than me and they and they say like, wow, like I, you know, when we were where you were, we just kept our head down and we just did what we were told. And just to see you decide to make this change, you know, three years into your attending life is just like, what, what are you guys doing, you know? Um, but I think at the same time, they're also um, inspired because mm. we're choosing to live life a different way. And even like the clients that I work with, they're not waiting. They're <laughs> medical students, they're residents. They're like, I don't even want to begin going down that road. Yeah. I already sense burnout here. Like, how can I start even in my training to think about and design a life that is in alignment with what I really want. Even when I'm considering like student loan debt and all of these other things that kept many of us bound um, yeah. and feeling stuck, like how can I think differently about this? What are strategies that I can use to begin to separate myself from this uh, roadmap that was just given to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I love that. And like more of the, more of the, the, um, younger generation, they're, they're saving earlier. They're really seriously considering how much debt to take out. Um, they're reading outside of their medical textbooks, you know, real estate, stocks, investing, and, you know, all of these different, um, growing a business, side income, hustles, all of that. Um, how did you handle because I know, you know, social pressure is really high in medicine. You know, we, we talked about just keeping your head down and just kind of heard uh, when people like they say, are you crazy? Or, you know, what are you doing? You're throwing your life away. You know, you're throwing your best earning years away. What, how did you, how did you address that? How did you, you know, block it, block it out? How did you handle it? I had to recognize that it's never really what anyone else is saying to me that really would get to me. It's what I believed about myself. Mm. You know, it was really the, if someone says something to you that you don't believe, it really doesn't touch you. <laughs> like, uh -huh. It really doesn't matter. They're like, you know, you have purple hair and you're like, I don't care. Um, but when someone says something to you and 
it really affects you on a deep level, it's because you believe it. So I really had to check my own self-limiting thoughts. Like, did I believe that this was true? And, you know, in the beginning, you know, there was a lot of fear around that, but I, I did the math and I realized that becoming a digital nomad was going to fast track, you know, my financial freedom more than staying where I was, you know, um, in academia and living in a major city um, in the U.S. You know, this was a path that was going to lead me to where I was trying to go even faster, but at the same time was going to allow me to have more time um, and greater experiences and financial freedom, things that I would never be able to achieve by staying where I was and listening to the same people who were feeding me their doubts. Uh, it was interesting because I did what you did in September of 2008, right after Lehman collapsed. I was like, I can't take this anymore. You know, um, just, you know, CEOs getting rich off, you know, the ta the taxpayers and just corporate greed. And then everybody was, I actually had to lock myself. I had to like, isolate myself and mentally prepare myself anytime I came across these negative thoughts, just like become aware and just like know where they're coming from and just kind of like block it out, tune it out. And, uh, you know, now, you know, haters, whatever, they, it just does not phase me. So you, it's basically you get this like tolerance of them. So, yeah. Anytime you do against the grain, people are going to be like questioning you and just kind of doubting you. So really interesting conversation um so tell people um, how to contact you follow you check you out i know you're in buenos aires uh you know you're are you gonna base there or i know columbia is also a very popular place for um digital nomads in southeast asia so what are your thoughts for sure um i mean i've been here for a few months but i usually switch countries every few months so and i, I have lived in colombia it's amazing mm -hmm. i love living there too um my next place i'm going to go to the us for a month for a bunch of medical conferences but after that i'm going to be in peru for a few months so that'll be like my next home <laughs> but if someone is looking for me um they can find me at my website at TheNomadMD.com. I'm on Instagram at TheNomadMDs, and I'm also on Facebook at TheNomadMD. Yeah, awesome. And it's great to see so many physicians taking control of their lives, kind of living on their values and being inspiration for the physician community. Dr. Goins, thanks so much for coming on, sharing your story, sharing your ideas, your thoughts. And uh, with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week.